Corbin vs. the World was recorded in front of a live studio audience. The character of Corbin is a work of fiction and is meant to represent your hopes, dreams, and fears, and bears no resemblance to the real Corbin, who actually hates music. This show was produced without oversight, approval, or copyright from the FCC, and listening to it is probably a crime. Please, do not report us. All interviews, jokes, and statements are a figment of your imagination. No one was harmed in the making of this show, except our producer, Chris, who has not eaten solid food in 48 hours. Corbin would like to thank you for listening and encourages you to send him monetary donations because he owes considerable sums of money to several large financial institutions. He'll pay you back eventually, he swears. Anyone who takes offense to any of the content on the show is politely invited to send their hate mail to the nearest dumpster and light it on fire. Now sit back, pour yourself a cool beverage, and enjoy the ride. Loudspeaker Studios Average G.I. Joes, it's me, the Cobra Commander himself, and your hero, Corbin David Albaugh, here to smash and bang out the greatest tunes of yesterday, today, and tomorrow on this, our third and most festive week of February. I hope all of you had a wonderful Super Bowl slash Valentine's weekend, no matter what flavor your weekend might have taken. I will be uh, talking a bit about the Super Bowl, the commercials, and all the halftime shenanigans a bit later in the show. I will not be talking about Valentine's, because it turned out that the girl I was talking to on Bumble for the past three months turned out to be a Russian spy and stood me up on our first date at Red Lobster, so I'm still a little raw about that. She didn't tell me she was a Russian spy, but her last message asked me if I knew the codes to the National Archives, and when I said no, that's a strange question, she ghosted me and uh, never showed up. So I just kind of put two and two together with my power of inferences, so I hope you had a lot of fun invading the Ukraine, Natalia, if that is your real name. I will let you know that those cheddar biscuits at Red Lobster were delicious, even without you. It's also a full moon this week, which always puts me a bit on edge. Uh, Something you may not know about me, other than the fact that I'm on Bumble, which I will go ahead and share with you since we're such good friends, is that I am a little bit superstitious, like the Stevie Wonder song. As a general rule, I don't step on sidewalk cracks because I want to protect my mother's health. Uh, Same reason I don't smoke crack. I will not walk under a ladder 
I will knock on wood if I want things to be true. I only pick up pennies if they are face up. And as a general rule, I do not make conversation or look someone in the eye if they are willfully wearing a bow tie. I know that's not a commonly accepted superstition, but that's a personal choice on my part. Uh, The only superstition that I do not commonly participate in is throwing salt over my shoulder, mainly because I'm afraid that if I do it the wrong way, then I'll get like a reverse superstitious action and I'll trigger a hurricane in Thailand via the butterfly effect. I also have a full-on juju ritual that I go through before I begin recording my show, uh, where I turn the light switch on and off 10 times in a row. I do 10 spins in my spinny chair. Then I listen all the way through No Love Deep Web by Death Grips before I even turn on my microphone. And it works out pretty well every single time. My psychologist was telling me that's actually a manifestation of obsessive compulsive disorder, but after I threw my breakfast burrito at him, he doesn't attack me like that anymore. And that is what mutual respect looks like. But another form that my superstitiousness takes is also being shitball terrified of full moons. It has nothing to do with werewolves. Because unlike vampires, werewolves aren't actually real. I just get kind of bad vibes off of full moons. They put me in that kind of weird, tired, kind of grumpy, kind of paranoid, kind of nauseous feeling that usually I can only really channel when I'm very hungover. But when the full moon is up, that's just kind of my norm. So if I seem a bit on edge during today's episode, that is why. I also was recently informed that apparently I am going to have a dog in the studio. I have to dog sit for my poom boss next week, which I'm not exactly thrilled about. Don't get me wrong. I love dogs. I love them very much. I love them even more than I love mango smoothies and songs with bone harps in them, which are some of my favorite things. But it's just the fact that it's my boss's dog that kind of freaks me out, especially given, you know, recent events. His name is Muku the dog, not my boss. He's going to be doing a full American tour of all his boom properties next week. Uh, I'm talking about my boss, not the dog. And uh, he doesn't want to pay a dog sitter, which is understandable, especially when I have effectively become an indentured servant for the company because of the aforementioned boom legal department. So long story short, I may have a dog in the studio with me next week. Hooray! As a precaution, I have already had Rico put plastic down on the entire floor just to be on the safe side. Thank you, Rico. Appreciate you. With that said, let's move into some tune time. Those of you who remember the neon-coated synthy indie revolution of the early 2000s might remember Uffy, or is it Oofy? I don't know how pronunciations work. Who cares? Uh, She took a little hibernation period since 2010 when her first album came out. And by little hibernation period, I mean 12 years. But sometimes that's the time you need to take to get that good, good creative energy back. This is her new track called Dominoes. And it is a fun, catchy time. And I bet you're going to dig it. No. 
a lot of dodgy Till we fall like stupid dominoes But you should know Yeah, you should know And cup the dolly on a espresso Do a dance a lot of dodgy Till we fall like stupid dominoes But you should know Yeah, you should know
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World, the best podcast featuring someone named Corbin in the title. You just got done hearing Dominoes by Uffy, followed up by Strawberry Sheets by Caroline Kingsbury, all covered in reverb and whimsical tones. It's one of those songs that you feel like could be set to a montage of all the good and beautiful moments in your life, and she should hopefully have a good and beautiful career ahead of her. She was set to open up for indie royalty war on drugs before that whole COVID thing reared its big, ugly, shitty old head. Let's hope that she has some better luck ahead of her. And finally, we had My Idea, little duo side project action from Lily Konigsberg from Palberta and Nate Amos from Water From Your Eyes, both of which are fantastic bands you should also be up on. That song was called Cry MFR, which thanks for the advice, guys, I do every day. Switching gears, one of my most anticipated pieces of entertainment over the last few years has been the Lord of the Rings TV series that's being created by everyone's favorite corporate empire and rainforest, Amazon. One other other thing that you should know about me, other than my superstitiousness and Bumble, I am a hardcore Lord of the Rings fanboy. It has been my favorite book series, movie series, and fictional fandom since I was a little kiddo, and that has never changed. Uh, As a general rule, I try to read through the whole series once a year, in addition to watching the movies, the extended editions, to maintain my gold star level nerd fandom, earn my merit badge. Star Wars, Harry Potter, The Expanse, they're all good in their own ways. They're up there. And I can have aggressive drinking conversations about all of them, but I could go on for literal days talking about Lord of the Rings shit, like Stephen Colbert level. Talking about the series, it has been in development for years, and the overall production cost is set at over $1 billion, uh, which, to use a scientific term, is an absolute shitload of money. And one of the reasons why the price tag is so high is because they've already made a commitment to five whole seasons, which is refreshing to hear in the streaming age when beloved shows have the same level of durability as early Game of Thrones characters. Yes, I'm still bitter about Mindhunter Netflix. Thanks for asking. Most of the details about the show have been kept under top-secret lockdown during its developmental time. The only thing that's been known for sure is that the series is going to involve the events of the second age of Middle-Earth, which uh, I'm about to hit you with a whole bunch of nerd shit here, so buckle up. Corbin, nerds out. The Second Age takes place thousands of years before the events of the actual Lord of the Rings movies. It involves the rise and fall of the Kingdom of Men in Numenor, as well as the ascendance of Sauron, his deceit of the elves into forging the Rings of Power, Durin, and this whole gang of merry dwarves. That's why the whole show is going to be called The Rings of Power, because that's what it's going to be about. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, read a goddamn book, ignorant mung.
If you need any base of reference, Numenor is basically like the Lord of the Rings equivalent of Atlantis. Uh, super advanced and enlightened civilization. They exist on a big island, and then they end up getting corrupted by Sauron, who introduces whatever the Middle Earth equivalent of Facebook is, and then they end up getting destroyed by the ocean. Like you do. Now that you've got that background info, uh, we have finally started getting some hot and spicy details about the show finally coming out this past week in bits and pieces, including pictures of the cast in their full Middle Earth regalia, their names, rough overview of the plotline, and in a certain universe, fans of the series would be absolutely elated and thrilled to finally be getting a glimpse of these things that we've only had in our imaginations for so long. But of course, because we belong to this current reality that's plagued with social media hot takes and amplified negativity, fans are already expressing cynicism and doubt on the show because uh, the dwarf queen doesn't have a beard, their hair looks too nice, they're changing things from the overall timeline. I don't know. Pick your poison. Uh, suffice it to say, the overall feeling toward the show is already negative before we've even seen a single minute of footage. Now, on one hand, it's understandable for fans to have a little PTSD and latent hostility toward any big budget adaptation of a beloved piece of fiction. Uh, it also doesn't help that Lord of the Rings, with the exception of the Hobbit trilogy, which we just won't talk about. I'd say it's been one of the more protected of all the big fictional intellectual properties. The original Peter Jackson trilogy are some of the best movies ever made, objectively, even without my expert opinion, uh, even without the qualifier of being an adaptation. Even the video games are good, as long as we don't talk about that god-awful Fellowship of the Ring version on the PS2, where Aragorn kind of looks like Anton Chigurh from No Country for Old Men. We'll just leave that one in the bullpen. Lord of the Rings fans haven't been hurt and abused like other big tent fictional property fans. They haven't had to deal with unnecessary stage adaptations and hot Twitter takes from the author, uh, like the Harry Potter fandom, because haha, our author's dead. They haven't had to watch a beloved TV series slowly descend into shittiness and fan service like Game of Thrones, Star Wars, Phantom Menace, need I say more? I mean... We've been very blessed overall. So I get why people have their guard up. They're scared. They're worried. And they just want to protect one of the few things that we still have sacred and dear. But on the other hand, maybe just shut up before you actually watch the show. Showrunners make changes to source material. That's always been true. Remember how Peter Jackson decided to erase the existence of Tom Bombadil from the Fellowship of the Ring and it somehow didn't destroy the integrity of the series? Pepperidge Farm remembers. Are we really about to throw the Lord of the Rings show onto the trash heap just because they didn't tack on goofy-looking beards to the female dwarves? Because they're brown elves? <gasps> oh no! Is it that difficult for you to deal with? I mean, don't get me wrong, and I'm sorry that I'm feeling a little passionate here, but hey, Lord of the Rings is one of the few passions I have left. I mean, if it's a big, stinky piece of government cheese with bad writing and boring characters, I will be right there with you in the angry pitchfork mob. I promise. I will even lead the charge. I will flip the first car. I will. You have my word. But maybe let's just hold off 
on the premature criticism until the show is out. No reason to get angry until there's a reason to actually be angry. That's my nerd rant for the month. Time for some tunes from the opposite of nerds, the cool kids. This is It's Yours, part two. new club that's a new dance this is new money that's a new plan that's a new grip these is new hands this is new drums got a few bands real rap plastic it's all wrapped in the plastic new shit no classic it's all right this a new piece of work we don't step in the dirt one two 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 my shit so new, oh my shit so new. You in 2021, number 2042. Everybody know my shit go through. Every time I type it in, it's like one, two. And I ain't gotta type too much. I'm with Big Bruno, he'll wipe you up. If you get the reach and it's speaking greasy. I keep my word and deliver like Kiki. I hit a two-step paper like Deuce. Next money kinda long. You ugly like Eustace, you should run along. You really want my two cents? Pay me for a consultation up at Roof Chris. Yeah, yeah, that's the shit I like. And if she thick enough, I put on a bike. Yamaha, the Suzuki, yeah. I hit the gas, now I'm frilling on the booty, yeah. This a new club, that's a new dance This is new money, that's a new plan That's a new grip, these is new hands This is new drums, got a few bands Surround rap, plastic It's all wrapped in the plastic New shit, no classic It's all wrapped uh, uh. Yes, up, but then again it's on the floor That's game and I ain't talking about a court What's the score and I ain't talking about a sport it's like you got it or you don't You can't buy it from the store, this the one yeah, and that's the rules. Cop the new blue joint, send a vacuum sealer too. Fresh, but I can't let it drip. You niggas full of drip, cause it's a leak in your fit. That shit don't even fit, and I can't even go. You don't want the diamond tester anywhere near your throat, that's for sure. And two things, that's for certain. Viking stove with a sauce pot and a burner on the grill, smoking everything till it gets tender. It's gonna fall off the bone when I get on there with the same shit. New sending words, work like pen. Gotta charge you for the dozen, even though it's only ten of them, nigga. This a new club, that's a new dance. This is new money, that's a new plan. That's a new grip, these is new hands. This is new drums, got a few bands. Surround rap, plastic, it's all wrapped in the plastic. New shit, no classic, it's all right. Everywhere, same street. 
dreams, you peddle the same everywhere. People scared to shine, but like they brother up like solar flares. And she can't read, but she filling out like questionnaires. We can succeed, we just need to learn to love ourselves. Raise our kids on earth and never beg for nothing else. And talking ain't teaching, demonstrate to elevate. The last generation should make the next one great. And the one after that, even better than the previous. Until the word trap is synonymous with trapezius. The easiest thing to do is to be alive and not living. To survive, we gotta strive and change the message that we give it. The lessons that we learn them should inspire up with movement. And if you can't build, change the tools you're using. And when you're tired of losing and changing out your street clothes, learn to play the game of life without using a My goal code. is to go up, higher, not talking about the blow up. Fire, we speaking on that mentally, spiritually, gotta be more than what the eye can see. My goal is to go up, higher, not talking about the blow up. Fire, we speaking on that mentally, spiritually, gotta be more than what the eye can see. Close your eyes, we gon' meditate, lift off the weight, let's get straight. It's the very best day of your life. Elevate all the non-essential, inconsequential, first dimensional consciousness. The negative sedatives getting monstrous peace is what we looking for. Release, we need a little more. Trying to offer a couple alternatives, not the drugstore, not just the army, we at war. From all the vices and devices they sell as prices, I don't want no more. I want it better for you and yours, me and mine. Let me do the thinking myself, get out my mind. I see the game, we ain't blind. Don't try to lock me in your capitalism. Try for the system, try to keep my raps in the prism. But I don't listen, listen. Easy sound we give, y'all just taking. Easy now, we stand for real, can't stand faking. These social media apps they making. Keep us all distracted from real life elevation. My goal is to go up, higher, not talking about the blow up, fire. We speaking on that mentally, spiritually, gotta be more than what the eye can see. My goal is to go up, higher, not talking about the blow up, fire. We speaking on that mentally, spiritually, gotta be more than what the eye can see. Customers that I serve, I bow to keep my foot in your neck. Knock the noodles out your noggin for a brick in the check. Leave no vital signs for the EMS to collect. My heart pump, ice cold blood, no love, gold slugs. Where I'm from, they die young, lucky to be your old thug. You either went legal or chase the evils and sold drugs. In the field, ducking pigs, weasels, and the cobras. This is soul of a soldier. I get my knuckles bloody, both boots muddy, fucking you niggas up for the culture. Don't come close, I'll shoot the kill. They dumb, deaf, and blind still and think everything but the truth is real. Fuck it, just have commas in your budget. But don't say shit to me. I didn't have riches in my history, so I'm going out for my viciously paid bands for rhymes of 24, 460 piece. Pick your poison, I don't mind building or destroying. I find reading and shooting and joining. Get all your rapper friends in a circle and tell them join in. I smoke all them niggas in one puff when I roll up. You made a few moves, niggas, so what? Still garbage. You just another fucking target in the range. Did I shoot all up? 
up in the face after I aim. And sign my name in your blood stain. Hey, yo, I had to confess your best shit. Probably average your best. On average, add them up. You couldn't add to the best. Simple mad pay for it. I'm a happy address. The revolvers this time. Get a Maddox arrest. Force rap. I'm the one niggas ratting about. Killed a lot of niggas' songs. They ain't pointing them out. I want money, not fame. I ain't pushing for clout. Tell your man fix his face, so I'm pushing it out. If they don't do it for me, ain't something that I zone. Get out of their pocket, put something in your own. A block to stay high for a hustler's home. Some got raided, was bugging on the phone. These dudes feel like you're talking to spies. Book my morning massage, I don't argue with guys. You're not tough, just hard on the eyes. Couple stabs in your face, gonna scatter like an awful collage. What you love, they harm you through it. So you get real fucked up when your mom into it and vomit fluid. I don't let karma do it, taking it far. Big joint waiting your heart. Took a map, but I never call. Be aware the plots under the smiles, don't ever ignore. I'm embedded with raw, so forever for sure. Whenever and whoever they are, head on the wall. Come in my room, man. See these hands on the wall. Search for your favorite if you ain't up there. I got a spot for you. Fuck out of here. I ain't catching yet. Still running. <laughs> ah, this is what the competitors do. Now, I mean, this is an awful. Niggas be mad soft and shit. One the four best verse on the song. And it's only two of y'all. <laughs> Welcome back to Corbin versus the world, where we will always remain Switzerland in the war between Kanye West and Pete Davidson. That is my sacred vow. You just got done hearing It's Yours, Part 2, by Mikey Rocks and Chuck English, the cool kids, blog rap superstars from the early aughts, still trucking along with some new hot stuff in the year 2022. So hopefully we've got a new album from them on the horizon. Next, we had another duo blast from the past. They're called Abstract Mind State off of their Kanye-produced revival album called Dreams Still Inspire that came out last year. They had been off the grid for over 20 years, but they brought back to the game, and it's a great new one if you're into that Chicago-based philosophy deep hip-hop. Shouts out to Common. Shouts out to the new Saba album, by the way. You should definitely check that one out as well, because it is deep within that vein. Finally, we had a little collaboration from DJ Muggs, uh, Muggs with a Z, producer for Cypress Hill, and the rapper Riggs, once again with a Z, off their extremely good New York Boom Bap Revival album, Gold. I agree with that album title, and it is one of my favorite hip-hop releases of the year so far. Speaking of hip-hop, let's talk about that Super Bowl halftime show. Holy shit, am I right? In an age of widespread cynicism and shit-talking, it's so nice to see something live up to its hype. Goes to show that sometimes you don't need to get cute with it. Just take five, scratch that, six of the biggest names ever 
and hip-hop and R&B and just let them do their legend business. You had Snoop and Dre busting out the greatest hits and dropping nostalgia bombs all over the place. Mary J. Blige kicking ass, being royalty. Eminem spitting hot fire per usual. Kendrick being Kendrick fucking Lamar and reminding everyone why that fucking is legally part of his name. And then you had 50 Cent upside down. Why was he upside down? Who cares? He defeated Ja Rule in Mortal Kombat and he gets to do whatever he wants at the Super Bowl halftime show while Ja gets to be a punchline for Fire Festival for the rest of his life. That is poetic justice to me. I loved it. I loved everything about the Super Bowl. I love that the Rams won and Matthew Stafford can stop being the saddest story in the NFL. I love that I got to see a trailer for the Lord of the Rings show. Hooray. I love that I got to see Turk and JD from Scrubs do a duet together. And uh, it was for some random cell phone company. I can't remember. But I loved it all. Also, based on all the commercials from that night, it looks like it's time to invest all of my money into electric vehicles and cryptocurrency. Can't see any way that will go wrong at all. I don't want to be like time-traveling Larry David. I want to be on the cutting edge of this bold new age. I am going to get into the cryptocurrency craze, therefore... I am announcing that I will be pouring all of my resources into developing a new type of cryptocurrency of my very own. It will be called Corbin Coin, and it will be the most valuable of all the cryptocurrencies, the one coin to rule them all. It will be more eco-friendly, stylish, and sexy than all of its competitors. You'll be able to buy all the NFTs, black market drugs, and Maroon 5 albums you want with it forever. Once I get all my paperwork finalized through Poom, the Corbin Coin revolution will be coming toward you. And it'll have 50 cents face on it. So don't get left behind. Let's do some more tunage. This is Buck Meek from the unbelievably talented band Big Thief. They just released a new album this past week called Dragon New War Mountain, I Believe in You. It's as good as the album title is Ponderous. I won't be playing any tracks from that album just yet because I'm having a really hard time picking a favorite track from that album. It's kind of like having to choose between one of my hypothetical imaginary children. But rest assured, it is going to get played at some point between now and the end of the month. I might even play the entire album. Who knows? I love it that much. In the meantime, I will be playing a track from Buck Meek's solo album, which came out last year. This track is called Candle. Heaven is a motel 
with a telephone seashell we'll check out at 11 and don't ask for more time did you guys change I remember them blue or were they always hazel still the same
Welcome back to Corbin versus the World, the official podcast of the NFL Halftime Show, even if they haven't been informed yet. You just got done hearing Candle by the uber-talented Buck Meek. 
Once again, I'm going to plead on you hand and knee to check out the new Big Thief album because it has replaced The Weeknd's Dawn FM as my favorite album of the year. And any album that could eclipse that would probably be the musical equivalent of an Egyptian god card in Yu-Gi-Oh. So that is a high bar to achieve. Please don't question my references, you goddamn nerd. Next, Pedro the Lion, another artist returning from a long hiatus with the song Teenage Sequencer off his very good new album, Havasu, which came out just a couple weeks ago. Finally, we had the Reds, Pinks, and Purples, a wonderful indie pop project out of San Francisco, whisking us away with their wonderful twee memories, reminding us of a time when indie music was adorable and Juno was a movie that you could reference and people would get it instead of looking at you funny. Not that I'm speaking from experience. Uh, So we are getting to the end of today's show. So I want to give out my usual shouts out first and foremost to the guy who gave our intro for today's show, Aaron Farinella. Thank you very much. Wonderful job, my friend. Uh, And once again, if you are interested in doing an intro for this show, just hit me up on my social media at Corbin versus the world. Once again, another shout out to our station loudspeaker that is our home base station and Poom subsidiary uh just a quick note we recently went through a ransomware attack and have had to rebuild a lot of our music library from scratch uh with a little help from yours truly so if you want to listen to a whole host of jams that are hand curated with tender loving care by your favorite hero that's me be sure to check out our stream you can hear that anytime at loudspeaker.fm as well as the other wonderful podcasts that exist on our network. Also, please tell your friends and family and random strangers on the street about this podcast so we can continue building up an audience as well as a buying base for Corbin coins so that my investment will pay off and maybe Poom will stop sending me letters threatening cancellation. Also, also, I know I mentioned it already, but once again, check out my socials on Instagram at Corbin versus the world vs the world to get a little peek at my day to day life, my shit posts and all other tune recommendations so we can keep building up that beautiful bond that we already have. I think that knocks out all of my obligations for this show, except for uh, this this last one because um, I've got to get my usual endorsements out of the way. Uh, I just want to spend a quick second shouting out the latest product that Boom has created for the masses. I'm holding it in my hand right now. You ever get dehydrated looking for the perfect beverage on a hot day? Your tap water has heavy metals in it. Your average store-bought beverage is filled with nasty additives and unhealthy sugars. The gas station has run out of Gatorade, etc. Introducing Poom Juice. It's the newest beverage that is set to set the health food market on fire. The only way a beverage can. Is that actually the tagline? I guess it is. Don't ask what's in it. Because I couldn't tell you. All the ingredients are in Swedish and they never send me the goddamn press releases in English, so I have to do it myself. Uh, but it sure uh, swishes around in the bottle in a very appetizing fashion, I suppose. 
I love the way it clings to the inside of the bottle as it as it uh, drains down. It's kind of like a, a loogie after a sneeze. I, I mean that in a flattering way. Um, God, isn't a drink supposed to be less viscous than this? It's like a lava lamp in a bottle. I mean, it's a it's a healthy drink, so I guess that's not the major selling point. And you know it's healthy because it's green, like algae or pond scum. It says in the uh, ad copy here that uh, I I need to drink it. So uh, why the fuck does that matter over an audio medium? Okay, you know what? Fuck it. Who cares? We're at the end. Uh, so down the hatch with the poom juice. Here we go. Oh, 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 God. Oh, 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 good. Oh, this is the worst thing I've ever had in my life. Oh, oh, I feel like my stomach is dividing by zero. Um, all right. Ah, oh, oh, my God. Oh, I have one more song for you. I hope you like it. I'm uh they're by the Paragons. They're they're a group. They're they're dead now. The song was made a while ago. Um I'm I'm gonna escape to the studio bathroom to either throw up or die. I'm not sure which is gonna happen yet. Um I hope you're here for the next week, and I hope I am too. Um I should be. I, I've got a strong constitution, I think. Um so yeah, this this song is called uh, it's called Happy Go Lucky Girl, and it's by the Paragons. I'm I'm gonna go away now. I I thank you so much for listening. Appreciate you. Bye. Imagine how many pride you've broke. Imagine.
This has been a production of Loudspeaker Networks. For more on this and other programs, visit loudspeaker.fm.